Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. How do you close out a letter to those who mean so much to you? Paul couldn't make a phone call. He couldn't even use the mail as we know it. His letter had to be carried by a trusted friend, and that, as we have seen, was dangerous. Yet Paul needed to close this letter, and Epaphroditus needed to get home. Today on Drawing Near, we witness Paul's closing sentiments and encouragements. So let's take our Bibles and turn to Philippians chapter 4 as we study God Shall Supply. As we prepare for our study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you today for your grace and mercy, a grace that knows no limits. It's amazing to me how you look down upon us, fallen humanity, sinners, and often with the mess that we've made of everything, and still by grace you seek to redeem us. You are patient toward us, long-suffering. Your mercy, Father, is moved by your compassion for us, and in your mercy you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. And you don't simply pay for our sins but you continue to work to make yourself known and to draw us along to maturity in Jesus Christ. I thank you for that love. Father, guide us today in our study. Help us to close this letter out very, very well. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we come to Philippians chapter 4, verse 14, Paul has just finished expressing his thanks for the Philippian people's love and encouragement by extending gifts. But he wanted to remind them that he has learned to be content in whatever state he's in, that he can endure any state, whether he is flourishing or whether he is sacrificing, suffering. He can endure any state. He can endure all of that through the strength that Christ provides. In verse 14, he says, Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Notice that Paul says that he has been living in distress, being in prison, being persecuted for the gospel. Paul acknowledges that he's in distress. He's not superhuman. He is someone who is vulnerable to the stresses of this world. And the Philippian people had shared with him during this time of distress. It is okay to acknowledge our negative circumstances as distressful as sorrowful. And Paul does that. In verse 15, he says, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Paul is expressing how unique the love of the Philippian people is toward him. He's also acknowledging that their kind of love and sacrifice is not common. Among all the churches that Paul helped to start, the Philippian people were the only ones who were really faithful in helping Paul and strengthening Paul and encouraging Paul by the sending of gifts and aid. They met his needs. They supplied his necessities. And Paul remembers that. And that's really the basis of this letter all of the instruction 
And all of the encouragement that we have seen Paul give in this letter is really due to the fact that Paul was expressing once again his gratitude for their love and support and partnership in the gospel as they had sent a gift to him through Epaphroditus. But notice in verse 17, Paul says, Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Once again, Paul is saying, I am satisfied. I am taken care of by the strength that the Lord Jesus Christ provides. I don't need anything. I'm content. But, he says, I don't seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. In other words, it is good that you meet my need. It is good that you minister to me. Because when you minister to me, the Lord God blesses you. You are being fruitful. You are being what Christ has called you to be. You're being like Jesus. You're giving a cup of cold water in Jesus' name. And this fruit is added to your account. God takes note of it. And we need to acknowledge this. It is good for other people to minister to us. Because when they minister to us, they are being what Jesus has saved them and called them to be. And they are doing things that honor and glorify God. This is fruitful for them. And when they are fruitful, God recognizes that and blesses them and is glorified by what they do. Sometimes we are so self-sufficient that we reject anyone's love and encouragement, anyone's giving to us. And we don't necessarily desire them to give to us or desire their help. But when they do, we need to understand that we are to rejoice because of what God is doing in their lives. And we are being blessed. We're being blessed not only with the gift or with the help, but we're being blessed by being witnesses and part of their being fruitful for the Lord Jesus Christ. This is an important lesson for many of us. In verse 18, Paul says, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. So here in verse 18, Paul expresses that the gift that they had sent through Epaphroditus was a real blessing. He calls it a sweet-smelling aroma, a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. They hadn't just given to Paul They had sacrificially given to Paul, and Paul had received it gratefully. He expresses his gratitude in overwhelming terms in verse 18. Then once again in verse 19, Paul gives us another important and memorable verse. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Like several of the others in this passage, This verse is critical for us. Paul says, you have been generous to me. You have loved me deeply and sacrificially. And my God, in response to your love and generosity, shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. This comes across as a blessing from Paul. He says, my father, my God, is going to supply what you need. And he's going to do this according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
Paul's not saying that all of their physical needs are going to be supplied. Paul is saying that their deepest needs are going to be supplied by God, and it's going to be supplied by God according to his riches and glory. God is rich in glory. God is glorious, and he is going to supply the Philippian people's needs based on their generosity, their Christ-likeness, their sacrificing by Christ Jesus. God is going to overwhelmingly supply their need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We can never outgive God. God is giving. God is generous. He gave his son to die on the cross to pay for our sin. God loves and he calls his people to love generously as well. We need to follow the Lord. We need to mimic his generosity, his love, his grace, his mercy. And when we do that, God's love, mercy, and grace abounds toward us by Christ Jesus. And then in verse 20, Paul closes out by saying, Now to our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is never far from Paul's heart, the glory of God the Father. He lives his life to bring glory and honor to the Lord, and here he worships him. In his final remarks, Paul says, Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. It's good to know that Paul's not alone. All the saints greet you, but especially those of Caesar's household. Another important statement here in his closing verses, simply saying, There are those in Caesar's household who extend you greeting. They have trusted Christ, and they greet you as well. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The gift that the Philippian people had sent to Paul was not simply a blessing to Paul, but it was a blessing to the believers who were with Paul and even the members of Caesar's household because Paul was not silent about this gift. Paul shared with those around him what the Philippian people had done. And so through that testimony, other people as well as Paul had rejoiced. We need to know that when we give, when we support, when we strengthen, when we come alongside other people, that gift blesses other people as well as those who simply receive the gift. And it turns out to be a blessing for ourselves. And that's what Paul is sharing here. Let's remember God will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We just simply need to love and to give generously and trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for your love and grace, your generosity toward us. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the way you sacrificed, humbly giving yourself on the cross for our need. Father, I also thank you for this important letter that has meant so much to me in my life and continues to mean so much for me. Father, I pray that it has been a blessing to others. Guide and direct us today, Father, as we seek to live out these truths. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, 
provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.